Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Um, my name is Chris, Brother Chris from the UK, and today's day five of the welcome to the seven-day breakthrough. Um, I pray that uh, things are going well for you. I pray that you are uh, feasting on the word of God and getting fresh manna from heaven, and that you are drinking from the well of Jesus which will never run dry, which will never make you thirsty. Um, the devotion today is dealing with businesses and jobs. And before I start, I will pray. Father, we just want to thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that you have kept us in the land of the living. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy towards us. We thank you that you are God and there's no one like you. We thank you, dear Father, that you are accessible at any time. You said that morning, evening, and noon, we can cry and pray aloud, and you will hear our voice and answer our prayer. We thank you, Father, for the breakthrough that has taken place so far within the lives of your people who are praying and fasting this week. And I pray, dear Father, that your spirits will continue to be with us and buoy us up and keep us going, dear Father, as we petition your throne of grace. Please bless us, dear Lord, and I ask, dear Father, that your Holy Spirit will touch every heart who is listening to these words, dear Lord, and it will transform our lives and make us into what you want us to be. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Mark Twain said, Finding a job you enjoy doing, and you will never have to work another day in your life. He said, Find a job you enjoy doing, and you will never have to work a day in your life. I haven't met many people who enjoy their work so much that they would do it voluntarily or for little remuneration. Most of us work to pay bills, uh, eat a morsel of food and struggle for our very existence. Have you ever wondered what life would have been like if Adam hadn't eaten that fruit? Would the garden fork, the tractor or the combine harvester be invented? Would we have had a need of an almanac to determine when it would be time to plant or harvest fruit or vegetation? Would it have been necessary to employ the use of manure to assist with the pH balance of the soil, giving plants the nutrients necessary for a good harvest? Eating of that fruit and the introduction of sin into the human life cycle has had a more profound effect than any other event that has ever happened on this earth as we know it. As a result of the choice that Adam made, God gave an edict found in Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 to 19. And it reads, And Adam said, And he said, And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow, sorrow shalt thou eat 
of it all the days of thy life. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for thus dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Mankind has been working his fingers to the bone, emitting blood, sweat and tears, ever since God pronounced these words. Entrepreneurship was born out of this struggle. The Bible gives examples of entrepreneurship from the days of old, starting with Abraham. He was a very rich man. He was rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold, according to Genesis 3, verse 2. He amassed so much wealth that when he went to rescue his nephew Lot from the clutches of the five kings, he had over 300 fighting men in his own house. God blessed Abraham because he was obedient and dealt fairly and astutely with his fellow men. With all of his endeavors, he never ceased to give God praise and raised an altar before God, whenever, wherever and whenever he sojourned. Solomon was another example of having great wisdom given to him by God. As an overflow, God also granted him great wealth. He was an international businessman. He had interests in merchant ships and had untold wealth gifted to him from nations from around the world. He also formed international alliances and key allies in the surrounding regions. Solomon had great treasure houses and wealth poured into his treasury by the ton loads year after year. That's, uh, that can be found in 1 Kings chapter 10. The word of God gives us such examples of men who had great wealth for a reason. It explains how we should conduct ourselves in all facets of life, including our work and businesses. The two stated examples aforementioned received their wealth and were successful in business, not because of mental or physical prowess alone, but because they dedicated their lives to honoring God and being obedient to his commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. This verse states that it is God that gives power to get wealth, and therefore it is to him we must give praise and consecrate the use of the wealth to. All of God's gifts are in pursuance of his promises, according to Matthew Henry's commentary. In Psalms 34 verse 7, the psalmist says we should delight ourselves in the Lord, and he shall give us the desires of our hearts. So, how do we delight ourselves in the Lord? Here are some Bible verses which explains the word delight. The first one is taken from Psalm chapter 4, verse 8, and it says, I delight to do thy will, O my God, yea, thy law is within my heart. And the second one is Psalms 119, verse 16. It says, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. And Psalms 119 verse 174 says, I have longed for thy salvation, O Lord, and thy law is my delight. I asked my son to explain to me what it means to delight in the Lord. This was his response. To take pleasure in the sentiments of he who rewards, to commune in the abundance of principle, to spend time pondering on that which is holy in order to bask in the endowment of holiness. The light is the soundness of statues in which the Lord bears gifts of blissfulness 
for us to dwell in. So, to delight is to take pleasure in something or to please someone greatly. If we would be intentional about pleasing God and take pleasure in talking to him and seeking his word, he promised he would grant us the desires of our hearts. When we are up close and personal with God, our desires will not be born out of selfishness, self-seeking or arrogance. So, in whatever venture or vocation we find ourselves, we will use our talents and blessings to please others and to please God. I once worked in a head office of a well-known financial institution. It was in the heart of the city of London and um, it was uh, located in a flagship building. The offices were pristine as one would expect from a well-renowned banking corporation. On each of the floors of the building were personnel responsible for cleaning the breakout areas, keeping the offices in a spotless condition and the restrooms untainted. One morning, I went into the restroom area and I saw one of the cleaners cleaning the chrome um, faucet sink and the sinks and the mirrors, resulting in a brilliant shine. No sooner had she finished um, shining the area, someone would come along, wash their hands and make a mess all over the sink area and then walk away. I observed how the cleaner you know, went back to the sink and started cleaning the area again. And once she finished cleaning, someone else would come along, make a mess and then she'd clean and again and again whilst all the time she was singing or humming a gospel song. One day I said to her, how do you clean the sinks, the faucets and the mirrors? Such people come along and make a mess after you clean it so well and still you continue to sing all day. You never get angry and you always have a smile on your face. How do you do that? Her reply to me was, when I clean the sinks, I do it for Jesus. When I clean the toilets, I do it for Jesus. And when I clean the mirrors, I do it for Jesus. I learned a great lesson that day. In her work, she did all to please Jesus with a humble and a positive attitude. What can we learn from this young lady regarding the way that we conduct ourselves in business and in our working environments? The Word of God says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, but whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now this is the fundamental principle of practical godliness. Pleasing God should be our paramount desire. When our desire is to please God through the way we relate to others in our homes, in our businesses, places of work, and all facets of life, God will grant us the desires of our hearts. Whether it be the ideal job or something that pays enough to meet our basic needs, whether it's success in industry or a new business venture that we are undertaking, God can provide all our needs. He has promised that he would. He assures us that if he can take care of the little birds that fall out of the sky, surely he can take care of our wants and wishes. God promises in, in Proverbs chapter 2, verses 6 and 7 to give us wisdom as out of the mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He gives wisdom to those who are righteous and a shield to those who walk uprightly or conduct themselves in business in an honest fashion. God wants to bless us with material wealth. These blessings, however, are conditional. These conditions are laid out in Deuteronomy chapter 6. And it says, We must love God with all our hearts. We must keep his commandments. We must teach our children to do the same. Then, God says in verse 10, that he will give us goodly cities which we didn't build, houses full of good things which we didn't fill, wells and dug that we didn't dig. 
God promised to give us vineyards and olive trees that we didn't plant and we shall eat and be full. What a promise. Praise God. Keep faith in my brothers and sisters. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you are God and there is no one like you. You are powerful. You are majestic. You are holy. You are righteous. You are good. Father, the word says that, that um, your, your ear is not too heavy and it does not hear your cries and your arm is not too short. It doesn't hear the cries of your children, dear Lord. And we thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers. We thank you, dear Father, that you're interested in every part of every facet of our lives, dear Father. And today, this morning, we are focusing on business and jobs, Father. You know, Lord, that you've said that by the sweat of our brow, we should earn our bread, Father. And this is what we choose to do, Lord. We are living in a in a time in a world where things are bad. You know, this pandemic which is going around the world, dear Father, so many people have lost their jobs. So many people are struggling to eat and to have the basic necessities of life, Father. But you are God, dear Lord. You have said that you own the, the, not only the cattle on a thousand hills, Father, but you own the very hills themselves. And we are your children, dear Father, and you've promised that you'll never see your seed beg bread. So this morning we come to you, dear Father, with thanksgiving and with praise and with open hearts, dear Father, I'm asking you to provide for us, dear Lord. You are God, dear Father, and there's nothing that you cannot do. There's nothing impossible for you. You said, dear Father, that you created the world by the power of your right hand. There's nothing hard for you, dear Father. So I'm asking you, Lord, to help those, dear Father, who are struggling, who are, uh, are looking for work, dear Father. You know what the need is. I ask that you help those who have businesses, dear Father, who are struggling to, to get the clientele to come in, to, 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 to get bills paid, dear Father. But all these things you already know, dear Lord, and you promise that you take care of these things. We ask you, dear Father, to help us if we doubt, dear Lord. Take away our doubt, dear Lord, and help us to be the kind of people that you want us to be. I ask, dear Lord, that you will cover us, dear Lord, and you provide for every need of everyone who is on this line listening now, dear Father. You know what the needs are before we even ask them, dear Lord. You already know. And you say that you are a great provider, dear Father. You're the one, dear Father, who sent your son Jesus on this earth, Lord, and you, um, he provided you know, food for everyone, dear Lord, that day when he had just five blows and two fishes, dear Father. And if he can do that, dear Lord, there's nothing that he cannot do. So we, we leave ourselves in your hands, dear Father. We pray that you will give increase, dear Lord, where increase needs to be with us and you'll give success in business. And you'll ask, dear Father, that, you, that those who are entering jobs or looking for jobs, when they do find them, dear Lord, they'll be the head and not the tail. They'll rise to prominence, dear Lord. Not only for, not, not for their glory solely, dear Lord, but for that, so that your name can also be glorified. Lord, we thank you for hearing and answering these prayers, for we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.